is Stephen Bashong. I'm associate editor at Solar Power World magazine. This is Solar Speaks Live, powered by Unirac. Uh, today I'm here with Alex Levron. He's head of the Global Solar Initiative for ABB. So glad you could be here today, Alex. Uh, thank you. So ABB uh, develops numerous products for the solar industry. And while I want to know about those exciting developments, I want to know more about your thoughts uh, regarding the solar industry in general. Um, I watched a video of you on PVTV, and you said personally that you believe in solar energy as the source of energy for the future. Why do you feel that way? Well, uh, for several reasons. The, the, one, the first reason is that uh, solar has the capability to provide very high level of energy in many, many areas in the world. So it's a kind of a global source of energy, unlimited source of energy, and, and this is one reason. The second reason is I see, and I'm in this industry for many, many years, I see a, a definite uh, um, uh, move of the pricing and, and uh, 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 energy cost that's supplied by solar energy to be in competition with energy sources like natural gas uh, and uh, some other sources of energy. So it becomes a competitive source of energy. And so it will be standing on its own merits to uh, conquer more and more applications worldwide. There's certain markets right now where it's already very competitive. Correct. Uh, of course, it depends on uh, uh, local uh, prices of energy. Right. So in areas where the price of energy is very, very high, it's already now at uh, great parity. Okay. However, when you look at the map, worldwide map, and you say when 80% of the market will be really competitive with the solar, I would say we're moving very quickly to that, to that place right now. In the next one, two years, it will Why be... Why 80% is the No, number. no, or 100, majority. Okay. Majority. majority. Yeah. Okay. ABB is a, a global company. In fact, you just uh, supplied two gigawatts of inverters to India. Um, but I'm sure the U.S. market matters to you quite a bit. Right. Can you, what, what's ABB's take on the ITC and its uh, extension perhaps or, or its end? Well, we have to look at uh, uh, different segments of the market. Uh, say on the residential and commercial markets, the incentives that we see even though they are uh, a, a significant 30% uh, tax incentive. However, over time, uh, on the residential commercial market, the impact will be uh, minimal. In fact, we, we see growth because of the financial model that was developed uh, in the industry of uh, financing the installations or mm -hmm. leasing the, the roof. In utility, is a bit different market. It's a different uh, story. In, in utility markets, uh, the incentives are very significant and therefore we uh, definitely see if the incentives will be reduced from 30% to 10%, it will have an immediate impact in 2017, but then uh, due to the fact that it's still a very competitive uh, source of energy, yeah. it will come back uh, 2018, 19 and 20. So we see a little bit reduction due to if it happens but then it will grow back to the conditions that we see prior. 
Very good. Is this is this ABB's own research or is this from another firm? No, actually, this is a, a research by uh, third parties that are doing research in this industry. If you look at that, you'll see that uh, the market in 2017 will will go down because of that. And I'm not. It's not our own research. Right. right We're okay. using the third party information and database. So the ITC issue is eminent, but are there other challenges for the industry that people should be watching out for in the next five years, say? Well, of course, uh, the competitiveness uh, of the industry is very strong, okay? If you look at the price erosions that we see in the industry over the years, it's in double digits uh, levels. This creates a very strong pressure on companies, and therefore, if you look at the, uh, you know, on a, a longer time basis, five years, so long, I would say that many, many companies will not be able to survive because of the price pressure that we are experiencing now. Many the, suppliers will not be able <coughs> many to Many vendors of uh, uh, inverters, uh, you know, and other uh, uh, balance of the system. So we could see trade shows like this one uh, contract in, in the future? I think we could see yes. The answer is yes and, and this will be obviously uh, 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 evident one, once it happens. I, I am only projecting that. Right, yeah. right. But ABB has a good position in the market. We are in a very good position. But good. ABB also, <coughs> the reason where we have a very good position, there are several reasons. One we offer the entire product portfolio. We, right. we offer not only the inverters or the substations or the transformers, <coughs> we offer the entire product portfolio. And that gives us enough leverage in the market. Secondly, we are a, a true global player, <coughs> meaning we, we, we compete in all continents and, and over 100 countries. <coughs> Sorry. You're fine. And thirdly is that uh, we're a highly bankable company, okay? So being a bankable company, we offer uh, longevity in the marketplace, which is very important, by the way, given the fact that people want to run the energy source for longer as they can. Right, right. And, and the banks are looking for that. That's why it's called Absolutely. bankability, right? Yes. Um, what have you learned from this wide array of experience? Like you said, you have a hand in almost every aspect of the market, you know, from residential to utility. What have you learned from all of that? Well, what, what I have learned uh, several things is it's an evolving industry, okay? So we see definitely uh, utility standards are changing, which requires the manufacturer to comply with the uh, in uh, grid integration. We have seen many, many companies coming in uh, unprepared and then committed only on price. Okay, so those are very short-term players in the mm -hmm. marketplace. We have learned that the industry has a long-term existence because we were able to create a, a global, global market for energy that is competitive with uh, conventional energies like natural gas, uh, coal and, and and even nuclear power. So the experience we have seen over years is excellent. Okay, we we <clears throat> learn how to make products competitive, how to comply with the new rules, how to develop products for a global application, and how to uh, the, the to support the systems globally and service them. And this is very valuable experience. Great. Well, I want to get your uh, take on microgrids. 
how long until we're seeing microgrids that aren't just science projects? Right. Well, I think uh, here we have uh, uh, several challenges. One is a very new technology, very new application. And that takes time to uh, educate the population, educate the, the, the consumers. Maybe we should them. educate the, the public. What, what is a microgrid? It's an application for energy that is not necessarily connected to the grid, but it's working in a, in a, a smaller scale grid application, either that is based on currently used diesels, uh, or currently use uh, other sources of energy that we would like to run in a, in a configuration to supply energy to this specific area. Why would it, people want that? In many areas there is no choice because there is no main grid in, the, in those areas and people live in the environment that is supported by localized energy source. Okay. And what we do now, we provide to this energy source additional uh, uh, products and components. We support it with solar. We support it with uh, software that can manage the, uh, say, diesels and solar application. We can save uh, both uh, economically cost, but we also can uh, provide uh, a much more reliable system that works uh, in this environment. Now, so there is a huge market available say islands that don't have a major grid, including, okay. including uh, Hawaii that uh, has a grid, but it could be uh, supplemented with microgrid application, including, say, uh, uh, countries in Africa. They don't have, in many countries, a, a, a conventional grid, and they use diesels in the major cities, and that provides a very high-cost energy supply. Uh, because uh, uh, diesels are very expensive. And then you have logistics issues with uh, yeah. supporting. So if we will develop in these countries, imagine they have a lot of solar. Some countries have a lot of wind. If we can develop a, a combined system that includes solar energy during the day, diesel during night, and they work in harmony, by, controlled by software, that can manage the whole system, we will provide a system with energy cost that is affordable, which today is very high. Do you ever see a situation where there will be microgrids on the mainland United States? Is there a reason yes, for that? Yes, uh, in fact, uh, people or uh, 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 design uh, uh, places are looking at uh, isolating, say, military bases as a grid itself, as a local grid, to disconnect it from the main grid for many uh, security reasons. Definitely a good application. Or if you have neighborhoods that uh, don't have, or, or uh, villages that don't have access to the main grid, it's too far. They will be using uh, uh, batteries and, and uh, uh, solar and diesels and other means of uh, grid uh, microgrid application sources that are not connected to the main grid. Okay, so this is why. Yeah, today there is a room for for this place. If storage becomes advanced enough, can we get rid of the diesel generators? Because those are dirty, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well, storage needs to be more economically affordable, okay? uh -huh. less expensive. Okay. But if it, that becomes uh, uh, that way, uh, definitely, definitely. Okay. What's your uh, take on? Uh, 
on a cost shifting. The utilities claim that having distributed energy uh, increases the cost burden on people who do not have solar. Well, of course, uh, you know, there are always two uh, sides to any coin. I, I would say that even utilities today are moving uh, into solar space because they are realizing that, of course, uh, having a solar in the territory basically uh, reduces the revenues for the utility. Mm -hmm. So they are realizing that they need to be uh, participating in, in this game. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it's a loss to, to their revenue and loss to their participation. And I would say that uh, I'm uh, very happy that uh, California will, will be reaching 50% renewables in, in 2030 uh, because we are driven by RPSs, as you know, and, and these standards are really dictating the levels of uh, installations that will be uh, dedicated to renewable energy. Yeah, so really utilities good uh, have very little to say here other than maybe uh, talk about uh, this problem and that problem and the other one. They will have to participate and I think they're moving in that direction already. I see it, okay? okay. They're really bidding on, on projects and so on. So I think it's a good move. Overall, I would like to see utilities being part of the solar market. Uh, they, they could benefit from that and they're, you know, uh, people that live in their territory will benefit uh, immensely too. Absolutely. Um, so ABB is uh, involved with the solar impulse, you know, the solar powered plane. Right. What's, what's, uh, what is ABB's involvement exactly and uh, what are your thoughts about the solar impulse? Well, we, we contributed to, to the uh, solar impulse uh, from a, you know, uh, uh, financial support and so on. That, that is one. But also, some technologies on board of uh, uh, Solar Impulse uh, were uh, designed or contributed by ABB. But I think thirdly, the, the, the reason we, we wanted to be associated with this program, which is actually a revolutionary program if you think about it, is that it proves the point that even though it's far away from a commercial uh, 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 applications, it proves the point that solar can be used as a source of energy, even for, for, for the flying objects. Flying through night. Uh, through night, okay. <laughs> because we use battery. And, uh, so it is really a demonstration of how far we can take this technology uh, that is today still in the infancy stage. Right. And, and this is why I'm very proud that uh, ABB uh, Executive Committee decided to support this program. And we're, of course, still supporting it until they uh, go around the globe. Okay. Okay. Well, Alex, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us today. Thank you. This is Alex Leverin. He's head of the uh, Global Solar Initiative at ABB. And I'm Stephen Bushong, associate editor at Solar Power World. This has been Solar Speaks Live, powered by Unirac.